News from 5 to 9. Then, it's Lifestyle Talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk from 9 to 11. Talk politics and current events with Brian Kilmeade from 11 to 1. Become debt-free with Dave Ramsey from 1 to 4. Then, drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now from 4 to 7. On News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Like the sands through Carpenter's Creek, so are the days of our Pensacola. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. Item number 12 is 23-00010. Approval to use tree planting trust funding for the removal of trees on city right-of-way or public property that have become hazardous to a person and or property and installation of new plantings. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. (laughs) Oh, it's nothing. It's just a little old conversation about trees that nobody ever cares very much about. It's never controversial to have a conversation about anything related to trees. You know, it's it's actually kind of funny because later later on in uh, the discussion, uh, Jared Moore, um, District 4, he says. So I guess when these agendas publish. My, I don't know about everyone else's habit, but mine's to look through and see where the combustible item is. And as soon as I saw a uh, removal of trees, like, well, that'll be this meeting's combustible item. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it, it, that had me a little bit panicked that we were going to have that discussion. Indeed. Uh, fair warning. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I had not picked up on this as being the controversy that it was. And then the PNJ ran a story and I watched the meeting, of course, and like, oh, wow, this is wow. So um, you knew it was going to be off to the races when a familiar voice showed up at the podium. You need to table this because this money that's being allocated is the money that was promised to District 1 and District 2 to remediate that. And we have lots of places in District 1 and District 2 to plant trees. Nobody exceeds the audio tolerances of the microphone like Sherry Myers. Nobody (laughs) pounds the podium and jangles the beads and uh, arm uh, uh, jewelry like Sherry Myers. No, Um, here's here's the background, okay? What you need to understand about this is that... um, there's a tree planting trust fund. It's got uh, not quite $200,000 in it, okay? And that money is paid into whenever a developer takes down trees. If you take down too many trees, basically more than 10% of what's on the on the lot, then you have to pay into the trust fund, like kind of a per-tree fine for eliminating trees. The purpose of which is to then purchase planting new trees so that we have a, you know, we're trying to catch up and not always be losing trees is the idea. That's the, the premise of the fund. So it is a tree replanting or a tree planting trust fund. And like I said, about $180,000, $190,000 in there. The problem is we haven't been planting trees. We just haven't. We, the, there's way too much money in there, and it's not being used for its proper purpose. And then the, uh, the, the mayor comes forward, the administration comes forward with a plan because they typically cut down about 15 trees a year, and they lost their crane, and they haven't been able to do it themselves. And as a result, the trees that should have been removed that are dead or dangerous or leaning or whatever or just bad trees, I'm quoting the arborist, um, are trees that should have been removed and haven't been, and so it's kind of piled up. And the idea was let's take these 
these 30, I think it was 32 trees altogether. Let's spend $90,000. Let's get rid of all of them at once. We're going to get the crane back eventually. We can take care of this ourselves. But let's for now just take care of it. Available money is in the tree uh, planting trust fund. And if we replace the torn down trees with new, smaller, obviously, new trees, then um, it's qualified as maintenance. That's kind of the argument. Well, the people like Sherry Myers and the people like Charles Bear and the people like Jen Brer said, are you kidding? You, you, you can't take the money in the tree creating fund and use it to tree remove. That's exactly the opposite of what it's for. And besides, you're not spending the money the way you should, Charles Bear. The, the funds that, that Sherry <coughs> mentioned, that Councilwoman, former Councilwoman Myers mentioned for the, from the tree planting trust fund that were supposed to go after the tornado in 2016, our district, District 2, got $75,000 allocated out of the 191000 and they spent $6,910 in our district. And that did not touch what damage was done from that tornado or from sally and that's the point is the money is not being spent really at all and so we're not regrowing the canopy so don't come in and pillage the tree planting trust fund in order to take down trees that's crazy that's the argument jen brer same thing we'll finish this up in a second candy has traffic on the fives somebody texted and asked if myers was reelected. no no as a member of the public uh, Blue Angel is uh, slow before 98. That's Blue Angel on North. Uh, Davis and Olive, there's an accident. Slight roadblock, that's in front of uh, Olive Baptist Church. Highway 98 and Rosewood Drive in Navarre showing an accident, but moved off to the side. And uh, traffic light on Pensacola Beach is out. It's supposed to be a four-way stop if it's completely out. Now, this is Fort Pickens and Via de Luna, the intersection in Pensacola yeah. Beach. So careful. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. So this idea of taking money out of the tree planting trust fund in order to remove trees um, it drove the, several of the people so angry like it drove Jim Brer to swear I'm just gonna tell you anecdotally I um I looked at where my dad lived in Springfield Virginia one of the most populated places in the world but they took it seriously and I looked at an overview around my dad's house today where he lived out his life and over mine and I don't know why the hell the most populated city in the country in that area has more trees than we do because they're thinking about this. It was pretty disturbing. So we've got to get our sense about us. And, you know, if we don't ever plant trees and even like the like the proposal to plant smaller trees, we'll never have a real tree canopy. We won't have tree tunnels. We want, you know, the kind of stuff that you really want long term. Everybody drives down 12th and it's like, ooh, ah, well, you got to plan for something like that. Right. That's the idea. So here's the argument from the other side. The argument from the other side is, look, this is a one-time fix. This is, you know, one solution, just temporary. The money is available. Um, it's qualified because we are in the process of we're going to replant trees afterwards to some degree. And we, we, we got to find the funds from somewhere. Well, look, um, and some of them are imminent threats. Like Jared Moore mentioned, at least one that was like an imminent threat to a playground that, you know, this is kind of the issue. So you still have this concern and i think there's kind of a, a trust issue right and part of the trust issue is by city council members part of the trust issue is by the public which is um look this this is nuts like we created this fund to plant trees as a penalty on people who remove trees and you're literally using the penalty funds to do the thing that we were penalizing like the penalty is to take down trees and we're going to use that to take down trees that's crazy charles bear 
this is all just a big shell game is what this is. The budget, because Mr. Forte took, stood up here and told us he has no budget for this, but yet we're carrying forward funds to hire an economic development person, and we have $100,000 in the budget for that. I know there are other places we get this money from. It doesn't have to come from the Tree Planting Trust Fund. We have to take a third of our fund, which is limited. Uh, and as we said earlier, we don't have a lot of places in the city that are going to be developed and taken and taken large amounts of trees out of. Yeah, where are you going to replenish the ninety thousand dollars from? Uh, and look, one of the things that came up, and but this is just kind of a side note, by the way. And by the way, I, this is a rare time when I, I guess Sherry had to leave City Council for me to agree with her, um, but I agree with her. This was a terrible decision, and they did wind up voting for it. They wound up using the $90,000 for this purpose. Um, I understand it's complicated, but we had money from, like, the Tippin Park Community Center Fund that we were going to eliminate later in the meeting. We could have used that for the ninety. I mean, there's there's ways to do it, okay? And But you, just this one – it was such a violation of the purpose of this fund to use it in this way. So, no, I definitely don't agree with this. One thing that was kind of interesting, there was a bit of a gotcha moment because Jen Brewer was like, well, the parks, don't they have a like kind of a slush fund for this? And Amy Lavoie's like, yeah, y'all eliminated that last budget round. Uh, oops. <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. And – you know, it, look, it was a close vote, four to three, okay? Um, you had uh, Delarian Wiggins, uh, Allison Patton, Casey Jones, and Jared Moore um, voted yes, and then Jen Brer, Charles Bayer, and uh, Tanya Day Broughton voted no. One thing that I learned that I thought was just fascinating about this all was Charles Bayer asked exactly the right question, which is... If I plant a tree in the right-of-way in my yard, who is responsible for that if it dies? Is that the city? That's a great question because, you, you know, and look, I, I don't, want, don't mean to mainsplain. I just sometimes people don't know these terms like there is in if you have a yard that goes to the street or even if you have a sidewalk in your yard, um, you know that part of your yard, even though it's your yard and you maintain it is still city, like they have the control over that land if they need to do utility work or sidewalks or whatever. Um, and, you know, that extends a little ways off the street. So that's the right of way. That's what they're talking about is the right of way um, within your yard. Who's responsible for a tree planted in your yard that's in the right of way that the city actually owns access to? Anything placed in the city right of way ultimately is a city responsibility, whether we place it or not. You should be notified whether they're going to do that or or not, so we can actually approve of such planting or installation. Um, but anything within the city right of way actually is the, is the responsibility of the city. And the city right of way goes how far off the road typically from the center of the road? Uh, typically, to the back of sidewalk, if there's sidewalk or where the utility pole is, it could be eight feet, it could be 10 feet. I can't definitely say, it just depends on the actual um, roadway itself. But okay. it's typically the back of sidewalk or if there's whatever the utility pole would be. So here's what's one thing that's kind of wild about this an implication is. If you go to your yard next to the street and you plant a tree that the city doesn't have, I mean, it'd be nice if you asked, it'd be nice if you told, but let's say you don't and you just plant a tree, that tree becomes the responsibility of the city to maintain or, to, you know, like to prune if it's interfering with wires or to take out at some point in the future. And they can because technically they own it. I thought that was fascinating. Like, yeah, you think it's yours, but it's not. But the, the city becomes, and if it's a tree that's going to fall, they become liable if it was predictable that it could have fallen. So anyway, in the end, they voted yes. I think the one of the first orders of business for the city council needs to be to refurbish that fund. They need to pay back that $90,000 from somewhere. That, 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 oh, and spend the money on planting trees. 
It's outrageous that there was so much money sitting in the fund unused all this time, and it's outrageous that because there was money available in the fund, they used it for a purpose. It's really the exact opposite of what that fund was designed for. 437-1620, That's the end of the drama for today. <laughs> Who knew there'd be fighting over trees and parks? Is there a meeting tonight? Anywhere? I know. You got another uh, couple of weeks before city council meets again, so. (laughs) You gotta space it out. I think there's some Milton, though, going on. You know, we'll we'll follow that. All right. uh, 822 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. As the new year unfolds, here's another reason to buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports in Pensacola. How about over $1,000 off MSRP on the 2022 Volkswagen Tiguan? These VW SUVs with third row seats are priced to move, so hurry and take advantage of these discounted prices on a limited quantity of the 2022 VW Tiguan. Discounted over $1,000 off MSRP. And Piedmore Imports is offering a finance rate of 3 percent 9% APR up to 36 months on select 2023 models, including the VW Taos, Tiguan, Atlas Cross, and Atlas SUV. Plus, military discounts of $500 are always available when you buy your new Volkswagen from Piedmore Imports on New Warrington Road. Piedmore Imports. They're not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. 106 New Warrington Road, just up the street from NAS Pensacola. Special APR rates for qualified credit through BCI. See dealer for details. Kids across America are going to school hungry. Millions of kids every day. Hungry kids get sick more often and can struggle in school. It can be harder for them to focus and learn. But one simple thing can help change all of this for a hungry child in America. Good healthy food and the energy it brings. With help from caring people across America, no Kid Hungry is providing healthy meals and hope to hungry kids so they can build better futures. We want to ensure that all of our kids have healthy meals every day. Thank you. Thank you for helping feed our kids. To learn more about ending child hunger in America, go to helpnokidhungry.org today. Listen to News Radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. The deciding factor was when we learned that your country was working along similar lines, and we were afraid of a doomsday gap. This is preposterous. I've never approved of anything like that. Our source was the New York Times. Good morning, 825 here on News Radio 92.3, informative local Shabu Shabbat. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Let's go to Candy in the traffic center. All traffic right. on the fives. That's right. Traffic hotto. 
<laughs> you haven't said anything. I'm wearing pajamas today. Yeah. I thought it was cute. All right. Uh, Mobile Highway near Bellevue, uh, near the produce uh, stand. It is backed up, and it looks like it's uh, backed up to the fairground. So uh, use caution there. And that's, of course, southbound Mobile Highway near Bellevue, uh, near that produce stand. Uh, we're looking at another accident, I-10 eastbound, and it looks like that ramp is blocked. And this the, the nine-mile road ramp, that's uh, exit five. This is west uh, nine-mile. You want to be careful there. Uh, Pensacola Beach showing that Fort Pickens and Vietnam Luna that that traffic light is completely out, so you have, you're supposed to use it as a four-way stop. Highway 98 and Rosewood and Navarre showing an accident, but moved off to the side. And Blue Angel is slow before 98 if you're heading north. 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David? There is growing debate within the Republican Party over whether the, the U.S. should continue funding Ukraine in the war against Russia. I'm going to be conducting oversight and accountability on the funding that's going into Ukraine. Congressman Mike McCall from Texas, uh, he says if Ukraine falls, it would set off a chain reaction that would make it likely for China to invade Taiwan. NFL Hall of Famer Michael Strahan now has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. The football star turned media personality got that honor when his star was unveiled Monday this week. Uh, He's currently a a Good Morning America anchor and Fox NFL Sunday analyst. And this one, a mysterious box recently washed ashore nearby in Daphne. Apparently it was found by a fisherman. He was uh, casting a line over at May Day Park last weekend. The man tells WKRG. At first, he thought it was a tackle box that had washed ashore, so he uh, went over and thought, a free fishing tackle. This is great. But he opened it. And what was inside was a bit strange. Apparently, there was a small baby blue urn and homemade items, a blanket, mittens, and clay hand and footprints. It was a bereavement box. Uh, So he called the police. They're working to identify the uh, nearest family members to return that to them. That is not fishing tackle. No, that is not. I thought it was going to be drugs. So. It would have been more likely. Well, yeah. Uh, That's just sad all around. That is very sad. I certainly hope that. Yeah, thanks for bringing down the room. And how would it? How would it wind up in the? The good news, though, is it's been found and it can now be returned to. uh, But I mean, maybe you anticipate that the person doesn't want it is how it got in the water in the first place. Possibly, I don't know. That's just a strange story all around. I'm just going to move on because I don't know what to think. So fair, fair enough, <laughs> David. Thanks for the update. You're the right person for this job, Andrew. Eight- I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Eight twenty-eight oh. on News Radio ninety-two-three. Sometimes you just awkwardly laugh and move on. Um, oh, that's, you know, this has been true for a while, but uh, PNJ had a story about it, and I didn't realize. So you know, I didn't know it faster than they did. Um, but uh, East Hill Market closed a while back, like a couple months ago. And, you know, East Hill Market was this, like, great little... It used to be a gas station, then it got turned into a restaurant, and Papa Tony had the, the giant the meatballs, meatballs and the avocado oh, sandwich oh, and the fish tacos. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Don't you feel like... When? I should have gone there more often. Like, yeah. November. Man, the, the place... I know it was Golly, fantastic. That was great. And those meatballs were definitely. I was yes. like, why are they advertising meatballs? Oh, oh no, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> there was a reason. Oh, so sad. Uh, oh. Meanwhile, uh, from the land of crazy land uh, pop culture, wokeism, uh, you know, I was telling you about this earlier on the show, but literally more stories per day than I can cover in a week in my transgressor sermon. I just can't get there. Um, here's one is uh, Aretha Franklin is now being attacked because, you know, her song, A Natural Woman, transphobic. <laughs> Like, this is, you know you've jumped the shark as a cultural movement when you start attacking Aretha Franklin. 
TCMA, the Transcultural Mindfulness Alliance, because what we need in the world is more acronyms. Um, Aretha Franklin's 1968 song, Natural Woman, perpetuates multiple harmful anti-trans stereotypes. Multiple harmful! I feel like I can feel the froth in the tweet. Uh, There's no such thing as a natural woman. How dare you? The song has helped inspire acts of harm against transgender women. Has it? Um, Because that's the anthem that people who hate trans people are singing, Dude, it's a simile. She says, like a natural woman anyway. There you go. Hello. TCMA is requesting it is removed from Spotify and Apple Music. Conjugate your verbs. Be removed. Anyway, um, (laughs) they got got so criticized for this that they actually had to come out and claim it was satire. Mm, Doubtful. (laughs) Press X to doubt. I just don't think so. So there you go. Oh, and the uh, the M&Ms, but we'll save that for later on in the show. The uh, M&Ms getting canceled, too. I'll tell you about that later. David, what do you have coming up, sir? Well, there was a big turnout last night for the meeting to discuss whether Perdido should be its own town. We'll tell you after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. A man in custody for shooting eight people, killing seven at two mushroom farms in California is identified as a worker at one of them, Chen Li Zhao, 67 years old. Zhao was located in his vehicle in the parking lot of the sheriff's substation here in Half Moon Bay. San Mateo County Sheriff Christina Corpus, that's three mass shootings in California since Saturday. This one, the 11 people killed at a dance hall in Monterey Bay and a shooting at a gas station in Oakland yesterday. Poland is asking to send German-made Leopard 2 tanks to Ukraine. Germany sold these vehicles under the condition they couldn't be passed on, and Germany has been reluctant to allow such potent machinery to engage Russian forces. Now, Poland has made its request official. Germany saying a decision will be made soon, but it has to weigh up all the consequences. Fox's Jonathan Savage. Everything, everywhere, all at once has the most Oscar nominations with 11. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 831 News Radio 92.3. Right now it is partly cloudy, 49 degrees in Pensacola. Big turnout last night at the first meeting to discuss whether Perdido Keys should become its own town. There were at least a couple hundred people at the meeting hosted by We Are Perdido at Liberty Church on Blue Angel. Organizers describe it as a what-if discussion. This is a very unique little area. It's uh, the ecosystem. It's very fragile. Uh, you know, we have tons of traffic through here. We give a lot of money to the county. I like the idea of having my hand on the steering wheel and being able to you know, chart the future of the Perdido area. And that's one local business owner, Dan Hoffman. He was there. He supported the idea. And in order to incorporate as a town, two things would have to happen. First, legislation would have to be passed, and then it would have to go to a local vote as well. Scambia County's got a new emergency alert system. It's called Alert Escambia. It can notify residents during emergency situations. It uses a database of phone numbers to notify residents who've subscribed for the alerts. The system was recently used to send out an alert for a missing child. Uh, if you're interested in receiving these alerts, sign up online at the county website, myascambia.com, or we'll provide a link at the news radio website if you'd rather go through there. A Pensacola woman accused of intentionally overdosing her six-year-old child in September plans to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. According to the News Journal, 30-year-old Alexandria Weinrich was in court earlier this week on Monday. She was denied a reduced bond and a pretrial release. Her attorney reportedly argued for a bond between five dollars and $10,000 because Weinrich's daughter wasn't perman- permanently disabled. Back on September 10th, Weinrich was arrested after she allegedly overdosed both herself and her daughter with clonidine and Abilify in order to quote, go to heaven and see Jesus. Her next court date scheduled for April 26th. 
A Tampa Bay congressman now on the mend after a scary fall. Republican Congressman Greg Stubbe tweeted an update on his health yesterday as he's recovering from a 25-foot fall off of a ladder at his home in Sarasota. Stubbe was discharged from the hospital yesterday. He's now at home recovering uh, with a broken pelvis, a punctured lung, and several torn ligaments in his neck. He tweets that he's grateful to have a a great support team in his uh, family and his friends. Well, later this week, Santa Rosa County leaders will be discussing a proposal to buy Brown's Fish Camp and Boat Ramp on Ward Basin Road. In order to preserve it, I think it would be a great idea for the county to to take a hold of this. And, 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 and there's no real way for the citizens of this county to get into the Yellow River now, easily. That property is on Commissioner Kerry Smith's district. The property owners want to sell it to the county for $425,000 plus closing costs to make sure it's able to stay open as a boating facility for the public. They'll take up that proposal at their regular meeting uh, later on this week. Governor Ron DeSantis taking aim at Florida teacher unions. She said He says teachers shouldn't be forced to pay dues every month if they don't want to. That's your choice. If you want to do it, you know, send money. That's fine. Uh, but to have it automatically deducted when you sign an authorization form, they don't even tell you how much is being deducted. You know, that's not right. And the governor introduced a series of legislative proposals. He says it would make life easier for teachers here in the state. Uh, one of those proposals, an increase of $200 million, that would go into the pot of money that's uh, earmarked towards raising teacher salaries across the state. It's 835 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives. Candy, what are you seeing? Uh, Mobile Highway is a bad accident near Bellevue uh, Lane, it looks like, which is near the produce stand, but it is backed up quite a bit. In fact, it looks like most of Mobile Highway is, is backed up to the fairground. So uh, caution there. Uh, I-10 eastbound, it uh, looks like the on-ramp is blocked uh, for Nine Mile Road. I think that's exit five. So uh, watch out for that and maybe avoid that area if you can and go around. Traffic light on Pensacola Beach is out. One at Fort Pickens and Via de Luna. It's supposed to be used as a four-way stop if it's completely out. But, of course, use caution more so. This is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. And Executive Landscaping, big enough to get the job done, small enough to care, 2503756. For a no-hassle estimate, that's 2503756. Our number, if you want to text in traffic tips, 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependent. We're going to be seeing some clouds move in and some heat returning to the area. High near 64 degrees today. Overnight tonight, showers and thunderstorms move in. It is a weather alert day as we are expecting the possibility of strong storms through the overnight hours lasting into Wednesday morning. By Wednesday afternoon, storms will clear out with a high near 65. Temperatures drop Wednesday night with lows in the 40s. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now it's 49, partly cloudy in Pensacola, 47 in Gulf Breeze and 42 in Milton. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer, or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports, subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. 
Your money now. Not a great open for the stock market today. The Dow down 190.31 at 33.439.25. S&P 500 down 21.51 at 3.998.04. And the NASDAQ down 64.90 at 11.299.52. Senate Judiciary Committee holding a hearing today on the lack of competition in the event ticketing business. This is after that big Ticketmaster debacle with the Taylor Swift concert tickets that left many fans frustrated and ticketless. Southwest Airlines uh, giving employees bonuses after last month's travel crisis. The airline says pilots will be getting $45 million in gratitude pay after a software meltdown led to the cancellation of tens of thousands of flights. And Generation X is struggling the most when it comes to credit card debt. That's according to uh, a recent study by uh, the New York Life Insurance. They found the average amount of credit card debt owed owed by Gen Xers is over $7,000. Now that compares to about $6,700 for baby boomers, $5,900 for millennials, and $2,800 for Gen Zers. It's 838 at News Radio 92.3. Our next news at 9, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, and this is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host has a black belt. Who could it be? Who is it? The correct answer is Andrew McKay. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! For gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, today is a national, and I'm swear I'm not making this up. It is <laughs> National Beer Can Day. Beer Can Day. Yeah, Beer Can Day. Um, so we're not gonna focus in on beer cans particularly. That was one of my nicknames in college, or not high beer school. Beer can, beer candy, beer can candy, because I'm shaped like a can. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't. All right. Drink stout. Or anything. Firm. Okay. Yes. Anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Barry O'Brien. You still haunt me. So, it got me thinking about, like, you know, people collect beer cans, beer bottles. Yeah, people do. Beer yeah. tops. I mean, all kinds of things. But that got me to the question, which I'm going to ask you today, 437-1620. What's the weirdest thing that you either do currently or at one time in the past did collect? Now, I know your natural impulse, if you are a collector, that's the polite word for hoarder, um, that you're, you know, wow. you tend to not think it's weird because otherwise you wouldn't do it you know it's, it's, it's the rare person who's like yeah i collect these and it's super creepy um but no i mean <laughs> like is there anything you used to collect that you stopped or you don't anymore or that you do collect now that you think is like mm, yeah that's just weird unusual uh interesting four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty don't 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 admit any crimes although i'm about to but go ahead candy you got one uh. Well, I mean... Okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you my criminal Are you going to do the crime one? I will, I, gonna, I will. <laughs> I think it's the same one. Yeah, so <laughs> I have no idea how this ever became a thing, but I am I am not the only one to have done this, but somehow or other, my friends and I and every other teenager at the time mm-hmm. thought that it was a good idea to take salt shakers from restaurants we ate at. Every time. I don't do it now. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> like, you know, from a McDonald's. Yes. Or from the steakhouse. It doesn't matter. Oh, we had and so I, many in our dorm room. And and <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what I was thinking. I certainly am not proud of this, and I certainly am not alone in this. But somehow or other, there is a massive influx of demand in the salt shaker manufacturing industry because of bored, distracted, weirdo college students who did this. Right? Okay. So there you go. That's that. That's my my confessional one. Uh, Candy, you got one. I've got a bunch. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, don't don't do it anymore. I don't do it anymore either. Right. No, but I I collect weird stuff and it, like Kevin King ends up getting a lot of it. That's one of our uh, like we do collect operations guitars. Director. Yeah, it's one of our okay. operations right. director. Um, and cats and stuff like that. I collect ice buckets. Oh. But not. I don't steal them from places anymore. You buy them? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a whole collection of mid-century ice buckets. Really? Oh yeah, like oh, it's it's okay. not a ton, like from but the Stardust or you know what like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yes, yes, but okay. that's that's exactly it. And like okay. Kevin and sometimes I'll gift them out like, "Oh, what's your favorite color?" Oh, Kevin, right, you're yellow. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. 4371624371620. Also body parts. I'm kidding. Oh, sh- no that was a joke. No joke, 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 joke. No Somebody crime. here says no I woman. once I once had a small collection of dreidels even though I'm not Jewish. Well, maybe you were Jew-ish. You know, maybe that's a collection. That is an interesting one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Somebody here says, um, I used to collect a matchbox from restaurants, motels, hotels, or anywhere else that has matchbox. Yeah, I think that's a fairly mainstream thing that people have done, have matchbox collections or match. Matches, not, sure. not matchbox, but what's the little flip? You don't call it a matchbox. What do you call that? A, you know what I'm talking about? The, I do. What are they called? Matches, match, I match guess. Book. Matchbook. Gosh, I'm an Thank idiot. You. Yes. Woo. We're there. Um, somebody here says, oh, no, this is interesting. Military morale patches, but specifically crude and offensive ones. Ah, oh, you're a person after my own heart. It's weird because you can't really share them with the average person due to content. Okay, my <laughs> so family. I love it. We, we had a hunting. R-rated, R-rated military paraphernalia. I Look, like that. Looking back, it's weird, but like our family, we had a hunting camp. That's not the weird part, but they had the uh, the offensive signs that that you would see in bars. Sure, okay, that were like that, but like the whole place was wall. Now they'd had the camp since the fifties. Yeah, but like remember now, I remember that as a four year old. That is oh, kind of weird. Great. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I yeah. Somebody says too, uh, my own heart too, sir. the ducks with country blue bow ties in the kitchen from the eighties. Now oh, this, I don't. You yes. know what that is? Oh, I don't remember sure, this. Sure. Okay, as soon as I. I'll find it and pull it up. Okay, like, all right. Oh, yeah, I bet I'll recognize That's super it. That's cool. Somebody says uh, Pilsner glasses from local breweries. Oh, that was years ago, sure. cleared by a statute of limitations. That's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is, this is an odd one. So, you know, a lot of people will collect shells. Okay. A lot of people will collect sand and or dirt mm-hmm. from places that they go, um, which in some places is such a problem that they make it illegal, right, actually? They, yes, they, that's Because true. you're stealing, you know, and if you think about it in the aggregate, if you have to pay for beach nourishment, then, Absolutely. you know, a small contributor to that problem is people taking the, the, taking the sand. Somebody here says rocks from places I visit, mm-hmm. which actually makes way better sense than sand or dirt because rocks are uniquely shaped and you don't have to store them in a container. You know, no, there's something that's kind of makes actually, that's actually the smarter version of what we, we numbskulls did. Uh, somebody here says, um, animal skulls found in the wild, but not hunting related. No, I'm going to move on. Uh, four, wow. three, hey, that's your friend. <laughs> oh, that's my friend. Jack-o'-lanterns. I have about 1,500. 1,500? My motto is you can never have too many pumpkins. Okay, this is cool, man. Somebody here says I collected coasters from every bar I visited while in Germany. I think that's a pretty common one, the little square or round coasters that, that you always have cool. at European yeah, yeah, and sometimes sure. in American bars. That's right. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. I think they're called matchbooks. Yeah, thank you. Uh, somebody says uh, I'm weird. I collect team sports schedules. The small foldable ones, like the little hey, glossy, cool. meant to go sure. in your pocket kind of things. Yeah. That's interesting. Pokemon cards. I know it's weird. Uh, they said, somebody here says, um, 
My husband attended a Catholic boarding school in high school. He and his classmates collected beer cans until they had enough to stack the cans in front of the door to the head of the school's living area, covering it top oh. to bottom. It made quite the racket when they opened the door. Oh, I oh now that's a long-term prank. And I that's, always, I, I I always value too, a yeah. well-planned evidence of criminal activity prank. That's fantastic. Somebody says, uh, battlefield relics. I have several salvaged pieces of crashed Russian aircraft from the Ukraine war. Wow, that's interesting. Um <laughs> Cat country nail files because that's all I ever win on the prize wheel. <laughs> Smart that's Alec. The best. Okay, yeah, they uh, yeah. But those are very handy. Yeah, those no, little, that's, little little that's files. So they funny. always have those in the wheel. I was trying to think Smart of Alec. um you know what other things I, I like to keep the wristbands from activities. You know, I do too. Even, yeah. And this is irrational because even if it doesn't say the activity, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to remember well, which no, I want. Well, no, because I did that 5K. Right, that exactly. Mosey. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, but, no, but oh, I was I u- there. I used to, and this was because like, I think I inherited this habit from my mom or my grandparents, like, Time Magazine covers because I thought that would be a cool thing to have. Oh, and, sure. You know, those sure. were recycling a long time ago. Uh, 846 on News Radio 92.3. That is your discussion for the <laughs> I day. I collect trauma. It sucks, <laughs> but I'm super funny. <laughs> well, look, the box is very no, small. Somebody that's funny. Yeah, the box is very small. And old teapot, somebody said. Oh, that's candy's cool. Candy's got traffic on the fives. Oh. I know. I know. Dude, Back this to work. job gets in the way of my How dare talking. the job interfere with the job? I'm saying, man. Uh, Bellevue and Mobile Highway showing an accident. It, it says no roadblock, but it was backed up a little bit to the fairground. So uh, certainly use caution. Use caution in that area. Use caution certainly uh, wherever you are. Watching that accident, it looks like a nine mile and that the on-ramp eastbound to I-10 can't tell. But roadway is open, but that still may be just a little bit backed up. Certainly use caution. 437-1620 is the number if you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Very good. Somebody here also says, my mother collected miniature condiments from restaurants. Like the very small Tabasco hot sauce. I used to keep those. Aww, they would go with the baby Jesuses and the junk drawer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, I don't even use hot of. sauce, but they're like little bottles oh, and the ketchups. Funny. That's funny. Hey, if you are uh, getting ready to pot- purchase that next car, I strongly recommend Frontier Motors. And there's all kinds of reasons why. I'll give you one reason, okay? When you go and you decide to actually look at the price of a car, you're going to get a sheet that has all of the you know tax title, all of the dock fees, all this, and then there's a bottom line price. So that's the only price you ever talk about is the end, out the door, write the check for it price. Tax included everything else. That's all you ever talk about. Attached to that piece of paper is going to be a Carfax. Now, if you don't know, Carfax is a maintenance and repair history for a vehicle to the degree that the people doing it reported it. Okay, And that's why I like to say that a Carfax is a good start, but it's not an end-all, be-all. If you really want to know whether a car is currently functioning right, take it to a a good used car mechanic. I strongly recommend that because I have experience where I can tell you I almost bought a really, really bad car because I didn't, and then I did, and then I was very glad I had. Anyway, back to the point. Um, If you go to Frontier, they give you a Carfax. If you go to, um, you know, random person's corner lot, uh, maybe they do, and if they do, great. Maybe they don't, and if they don't, why don't they? Well, you know, maybe because it's not easy for them to acquire. But you take the VIN from random person corner car lot and you call Frontier and you say, Andrew tells me I get a free Carfax if I give you this. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. And they'll run you a Carfax. Why? Because they can. Really? They'll help you buy a car from somebody. Yeah. And they want to make sure that if you're about to make a mistake that you find out because somebody ought to tell you. That's it. Simple. Now, does that ever turn into like people coming to them for maybe Maybe not. It's just something they can do that's helpful. So when I say that like Frontier Motors have been serving the Pensacola community for more than a quarter century, you know, behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway, I mean that. 
This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities, specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM. 1620. I had a nighttime routine for my frequent heartburn. I would drink milk, I would sleep upright with more pillows, but that painful burning stayed. So I made Prilosec OTC part of my morning routine. With just one pill each morning, Prilosec OTC prevents excess acid production, blocking heartburn day and night. Now I have a new nighttime routine. I call it sleeping. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. With Prilosec OTC. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 92.3. Look, mister, there's three rules you've got to follow. Yeah, what kind of rules? Keep him out of the light. He hates bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him. Just think of how short that movie would have been if they'd only followed the rules. In seventh grade, I convinced this guy my name was Gizmo. <laughs> we he went almost, out to marry my cousin. We, we <laughs> so almost, you know, he's in my family now. We almost named one of the uh, puppies Gizmo Aww. because he so looked cute. like him, had the right coloring and everything else. Yeah, uh, we wound up naming him Copper, and then the folks who adopted him uh, named him um, Pogo because he jumps a lot. Oh, that's cool. All of the dogs are jumpers. <laughs> that's right. for sure. That's so lucky for you. Oh man. Oh, uh, Jimmy Fallon last night got a little jump on the this morning's news. Hey, this is exciting. Tomorrow the Oscar nominations will be announced and uh, yeah and apparently top gun maverick is expected to be nominated for best picture marking the first time in a decade people have said oh my god i've seen one (laughs) (laughs) that's so accurate that is so true oh man i just you know and i i i hope it is and there i I don't know the abc is running the like continuous reveal of the oscars i'm like really um but okay fine you know (laughs) that's fine 851 on news radio 92.3 uh what else do we have oh i told you earlier that i would uh finish telling you about the m&ms because we had a whole bunch of like woke stories like the aretha franklin thing and which is nutty and uh now xbox is going to turn off on you when you're not using it to conserve energy because xbox has become culture uh, uh, climate woke. Um, no kidding. It's a real story um, that they're going into the default setting would be to automatically update to shut down energy saving power option when you're not using it. It's a one time update. It's going to reduce your power consumption when your console is off and will uh, affect performance game will not affect game performance uh, or gameplay and your console's ability to receive updates, which they're also going to try to coincide with renewable energy sourcing. I don't have any idea how they're going to do that. It will experience a slightly slower boot time, because that's what gamers want, is slower boot times. Anyway, but, well, you know, it yeah, is... Yeah, but it'll be nice listen, to be updated. When you, okay. Generally saving energy, I'm in favor. Not because I think it saves the planet, but because I think you should generally not waste things. I mean, you know, that's, that's my approach is, you know, turn off the lights, not because it saves CO2, but just because it saves on the energy which is a resource which you know any resource should be used uh, wisely 437 16 20 but that wasn't the big fun one from yesterday the big fun one from yesterday was the m&ms the m&ms i kid you not m&ms made the news yesterday i got so many people send me this link it was crazy um sorry here's no 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 not not in fact you didn't even <laughs> no, other I people almost did yeah no. but so 
if you'll recall, there was controversy surrounding the M&M's characters, a rainbow of characters, if you recall. Um, and, you know, things like going from the flashy, sexy boots to the more sensible pumps and like and the, the one character who's the more anxiety ridden, meant to be the Gen Z character or whatever, you know, who's sensitive to these things and, you know, doesn't like to go around people whatever. Um, so you had this. This wave of nonsense, this madness that took over M&M's, I think, this last year, and I think we might have talked about that on the Transgressors. Well, now the newest one is they came out with an actual announcement, and it says, America, let's talk. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We've... <laughs> I can't... I, I can't make up stuff as fast as they just do crazy things. Anyway, we weren't sure if anyone would even notice... <laughs> and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet also. <laughs> but now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing. Yeah, when you do it for ideologically silly reasons. Anyway, which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies in their place. So they're firing the rainbow candies, which is hilarious um in order to solve the problem of being offensive to people with the rainbow candies it just the whole thing is a great encapsulation in their place we are proud to introduce a spokesperson not a spokes candy to distinguish uh candies aren't people too uh, america can agree on the beloved maya rudolph we are confident ms rudolph will champion the power of fun to create a world where everyone feels they belong okay <laughs> that's too much for me i know <laughs> Somebody says they fired the M&Ms. Give me back my sexy green M&M. Um, <laughs> so here's um, replacing. Somebody said replacing the all female M&M spokes candies with Maya Rudolph is some next level trolling. <laughs> That's good. And uh, somebody says uh, Maya Rudolph is a living legend, but I'm genuinely curious if they considered M&M because, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't spaghetti, know. Spaghetti. I don't, yeah, that's yeah, right. <laughs> right. That could be a whole new range of flavors for the M&M's. Hey, sure. uh, 855 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, ridiculous. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. Sure do. Uh, looks like the accident's getting cleaned up on uh, I-10. And the eastbound ramp to West Nine Mile Road in Cantonment. It looks like that is open now. Bellevue and Mobile Highway now not showing a roadblock. Of course, caution, as you know, wherever you are, certainly. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I love when I'm doing a story and I got Mike Wiggins sitting in here who's getting on to, for the garden line. Is he shaking his talk. head? And, and all he can do is just <laughs> look at me in utter bewilderment and shake his head. Which, honestly, it, it, that particular expression doesn't make great radio, per se, but it is the right commentary. Like, that's just the... Oh, God. I mean, be, be honest. Have... Okay. Have you ever yet had the reaction? I know people say things like, you know, let me off the ride. I want to get off. I'm done. But isn't there some part of you? And I know maybe it's just because I'm, I'm 51. I'm not old yet, but I'm sort of, you know, approaching. Okay. Aren't you? And, uh, so there is a part of me that occasionally does think, you know, I wonder if I'm going to get out of this place before it completely falls into chaos. <laughs> like, it's, it feels like it could be any day. And yet, you know, how long am I going to be? Like, am I going to be around to see how this all turns out? Because there's a part that's like, God, it just, 
I can't fight all this anymore. You know what I mean? But still, I will, because it makes for good radio. 437-1620. Oh, just, just for a bonus. Like, I don't even know if I can get this one in in the time I got left, but I'm just as a bonus. California, the former state of California, I mean, it is a failing state. You know, they're running, they can't solve their budget deficits even though with all the federal money that had been coming into everybody, they're still back and we're in terrible oh. situation. So now what they're seeking to do is a wealth tax on the wealthy, including wealthy who have already left the state. They're going to try and tax the global assets of current and former <laughs> like billionaires. Like Texas oligarchs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> stupid. Like this is, I don't know legally how they think they can pull this off. I'm not saying they don't have any way to do it, but it's like I saw this – Honestly, they're trying to tax even the exodus. The people, not just the people who will leave, like an exit tax on leavers, but an exit tax on former leavers who are wealthy. Well, that is definitely going to make wealthy people stay. Talk about cratering your economy. They're going to force all the wealthy people to leave, and then so much of their income in California depends on having wealthy people around to tax. Sure. That That's going to crater their revenue stream even worse. This is... You know, I thought Illinois was the worst. I mean, I, California's given them a good run for it. Five uh, eight fifty eight here on News Radio ninety two three. Well, we see Governor Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no yes. Doubt. Uh, the pirate ship at uh, next to the Triumph Branch Library that's been in disrepair now for almost a year. That's unsafe. Is it? Gonna, how soon is it going to be done? Um, a month. It's in repair. Yeah, I think it'll be done within the next few weeks. There's a video up on our Facebook page. It's been out of commission for almost a year, nine months to a year, something like that. Uh, Tippin Park. Will there be a dis? Like, will it be uh, for disability kids? Will that be a thing that Charles Bear is able to pull off? Yeah, I think so. I that's like great. this plan. That's that really actually makes idea. a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, M and M's. Maya Rudolph. Is this all a gag leading up to the Super Bowl, or is this a real thing? Are oh, they going to get rid of the M and M's? Super Bowl gag. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, California wealth tax. Are they going to m- actually manage to tax? No. Exited billionaires. Yeah, it seems seems super likely. Sure, that's sarcasm. And uh, we didn't ask this one earlier. Is Perito going to wind up incorporating? I don't know. I think so. I think you'll see, if there is incorporation, you'll see it in Perito before you see it in Navarre. Local talk with Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, and Bobby Rossi is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.